how the world has changed. <laughs> I'm sure you'll agree with that, how our lives have changed with this pandemic. And what we need to understand that COVID-19 really is a work of the enemy. And so to start to look behind what we see or beyond what we see with our eyes, because I believe the enemy has a hidden agenda to impact your life in very negative ways. So I wanna share three powerful forces, call them spirits, that ride on the pandemic wave that we need to be on guard against. There are three viruses, <laughs> I call them, that the enemy does want to infect you with. Now to be fair, these are not new. They've been around for a long time, but we don't want them to overly increase. You're gonna see a shield behind me, and we're gonna to refer to that a little bit later on, but it is a real key to your future and handling the season in which we find ourselves. So please do stay tuned. Okay, the first virus that the enemy wants to infect you with is the virus of fear. There is an unbelievable epidemic of fear all across the globe today, and it's been heightened with the pandemic. Luke 21, 26, this has all been prophesied, by the way. It says, men's hearts failing them for fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. There's just so much fear today. Now, COVID-19 is real. Make no mistake about that. But we need to be wise and not submit to fear and also not pass our fear on to other people. See, fear has torment. It torments you. And it's a virus that spreads very, very rapidly. And you know what it can do? It can lead to wrong decisions. It can lead to even panicking and other negative results. When we were in the Philippines many years ago, there was a man by the name of Brother Go. Whenever Adrian and I saw him coming, we thought, oh no, this man was afraid of everything. And he would just tell us all these stories of everything that went wrong. By the time he had finished with us, we were full of fear. See, fear transitions from one person to another very, very easily. But 2 Timothy 1.7 is what you need to grab a hold of. You know this verse, but grab it in this season. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We can take authority over fear in Jesus' name and not, sub, sub, and not submit or succumb to this virus. Also, guard your ears. The more bad news you listen to, the more fear is going to fill your heart. Let me just pray for you right now. I've had a lot of success praying against fear for people, by the way. Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name, every person who's tuned in, I come against that spirit of fear. I resist it. I command it to flee and lift off your people right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's not be submitted to fear. So there's a second virus that we need to be on guard against, and it's, I call it exhaustion and hopelessness. It's a very interesting verse. Daniel 7, 25. He shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Do you get those two words? Wear out. You know, in the Hebrew, that's actually one word. And what it means is mental or emotional attack. My goodness, <laughs> how accurate is that right now in this pandemic? 
an emotional roller coaster, which of course, the spirit causes oppression of the soul, a feeling of being overwhelmed, even exhausted, and hopelessness can follow. Apathy can come with it. Some people are here saying, what's the use? Nothing's gonna change. I'm ready to give up. Hey, never, ever, ever give up because things will change, things will get better. What we have to do is remember 1 John 4 verse 4. He who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Resurrection power. God is in you, which is greater than everything a pandemic can throw at you. So what we got to do is tap into the resources that are in us. You know, sometimes we look at all the resources, what can help us out there? And you're sure there's some help there, but more than that, there's help in us. God is in us. He's greater than everything that may come against us. And also God can fill you right now with hope. Listen to this verse. And as I read it, I'm praying that hope will be imparted to you right now. Here we go. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That thought of abounding in hope hope is like having more hope than you need, an excess, an overflow of hope. As Christians, as believers, come on, in this season, we can be filled with great hope when we're surrounded by hopelessness. One more virus that I want to mention that we need to guard against. This is a big one. And it's a virus of division and disunity. Satan actually means separator, accuser. So his role is to separate, divide, and to split. You could say he's a wedge driver. And sadly with COVID, and especially with regards vaccines, this is causing real division and disunity for a start in society. Just look at society, what's happening there. It's been, you know, very different opinions, people going in different directions in organizations, Christian and non-Christian organizations. It's causing division in families. I know even among friends. And of course, also in churches. Let me be clear, this message is not about the vaccine debate. I'm not going there. People have a right to their own opinions. Did you hear that? They do. And uh, I appreciate that these are really challenging times. You know, it's just not easy to navigate through this pandemic. It's not easy to know what to do or what not to do. But I want to assure you today that we love you, whoever you are, and we are praying for you, that God's going to lead you and guide you, and that you successfully make your way through this pandemic and into the great future that God has for you. His plans have never changed. His plans for you are not for evil, but for good to give you a future and a hope. However, the point I'm making is at the same time, We need to know Satan's doing all he can to weaken the church, 
to split the church, to divide the church. It's been his mission for thousands of years. And that's why I love it that Church Unlimited is a champion for unity in the body of Christ. In fact, wherever we go. So here's a key to unity, especially in this current pandemic. John 13, 35. Jesus said, by this all people will know you are my disciples by your love for one another. Love is the greatest. Having said that, what that means is let's respect the opinions of others. Let's be kind and gracious at all times and not judge others who see things differently. Hey, people see things differently to to me. I can't believe that, but they actually do. But that's okay. I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to write them off. It's okay. We have a right, as I said, to our own opinions. But let's fight for unity. And uh, let's pray for unity within churches. Here's a really good verse. Ephesians 4 verse 3. Make every effort, every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bonds of peace. So let's unite and fulfill our calling to be champions for unity. Fear, exhaustion, hopelessness, division. They're all viruses of the kingdom of darkness. And I pray not one of those will affect you or infect you. And if they do, that you'll be set free from them. So I've talked about three serious viruses, but I'm not going to leave you there. Now, there's a lot of vaccines to deal with those three that I've talked about, but I want to focus on one in particular because I think it is incredibly powerful, and that's what I call the vaccine of peace, something that we all long for. Do you know when you're at peace, you're relaxed, you're chilled, you can think clearly, you can make good decisions. That's what peace brings. And also, it says, the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. That's how powerful peace is. It can crush viruses, as it were, under your feet, because peace is incredibly powerful. And I believe peace certainly can set you free from fear. It can deal with exhaustion and hopelessness, because exhaustion comes from anxiety and emotional stress. Peace is kind of replenishing And also, I believe it can keep you from disunity. So I want to share with you five ways to take this vaccine of peace that will help you to be healed of the viruses. So the first one is, here it is right here. I said I'd mention it, the shield of faith. And where I reckon this one is a major key. We find this in Ephesians 6, verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith which is able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Can you note two words? Above all. This is in the armor of God. It's like Jesus is saying, God is saying to us, this is the most important piece of armor that you can have. And I believe to fight this pandemic, to make our way through it, we need, and to have peace in our hearts, we need the shield of faith. Matthew 9, 29 According to your faith, let it be to you. How's your faith? When you put up the shield, you're actually standing on the promises of God's word 
and you're standing on truth. Not a bad shield, is it, by the way? You're probably wondering where we got it from. We actually went to a higher shop. I think it was about $20, and uh, we managed to get one. I thought, man, that looks pretty cool. So I was very happy with that, to be able to demonstrate the shield of faith. And look how big it is. It can really protect your heart, you know, protect your mind as well, because that's what you need the shield of faith to do. So don't let the voice of the devil at this season be louder than the voice of God. Come on, don't let the voice of the devil, all his whisperings, his lies, his whatever he says to you, don't let that be louder than the voice of God and the voice of truth. Of course, the truth is the word of God as well. So here's how you put up the shield. You might say, well, how does this work? Let me just give you one example of how I might do it. I put up the shield of faith and I say to the devil, or I just, I speak out loud, hey, my trust is in God. God will get me through this pandemic and whatever else comes after that. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. God's not given me a spirit of fear. I'm not succumbing to any fear, devil. You know, you just keep speaking to him. God is going to work all this for my good. I have a great future, and God has a great future in store for me. I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Hey, look, you can add your own words to it, but it's a shield of faith. You could almost call it a shield of truth, and truth will repel all the lies that the enemy keeps throwing into our minds. So what you're saying is, devil, you're not going to rob me of my peace. Oh, no. Devil, no. I stand against you in Jesus' name. I hold on. I protect my peace. You see, you've got to protect it all day, all throughout the day, because, you know, these fiery darts come at you all the time. You know, darts about delta numbers, hospitalizations, government announcements, news. You know, what someone says to you, they're like fiery darts. Come on, get that shield of faith up. Don't succumb to all those words that come. Let me put it this way. Don't give fear and all these other things easy access into your life. Sometimes we're like an open book. Hey, devil, have a go. And the thought comes, and we just grab and we go downhill. No, don't do that. Get that shield of faith. Put it up. It is really, really powerful. I hope you'll keep that one in mind. We may refer to it again a bit later on. The second key to peace in your heart really important is just knowing God will get you to the other side. Some of you are thinking, man, are we ever going to get through to the other side? Sometimes it doesn't look like it, does it? God will get you and me to the other side. I know that. That gives me peace. It says in Psalm 23, verse 4, I walk through the valley. You walk through the valley. You don't walk into the valley and stay there. See, God leads us into tunnels, not caves. This pandemic is a tunnel. There's light at the end. It may look a fair way off right now, but it's a tunnel, and you come out to the other side. A cave is a dead end. God will never lead you or lead you into a cave. Jesus said to his disciples in Mark 4.35, let us cross over to the other side. Then, so they get in the boat, they're off going to the other side. Jesus told them, we're going to the other side. A storm arises, the, the disciples begin to panic and they cry out to Jesus. He's asleep on the pillow and Jesus gets up and he says to the storm, peace be still. I want to speak to your storm right now, wherever you are, right into your lounge, right into your home, wherever you're watching this, to your storm, I say, peace.
peace, be still. Peace, be still. Come on, receive it right now. See, Jesus had told them they were crossing over to the other side, which meant that they were going to get there. And it meant no storm was going to be able to stop them. And God will get you to the other side of the storm because we see in this story, God had great purpose on the other side of the storm. There was a Gadarean demoniac, if you read the story, who would be healed and would proclaim Jesus in 10 cities. There was great purpose on the other side and God has great purpose ahead for you. Don't forget it. Don't lose that. <laughs> so important. We see here three Ps. I heard this from someone else, by the way. The promise to get you to the other side. The pillow, Jesus sleep on the pillow. When you have peace in your heart, you can sleep easy on your pillow like Jesus. The third P is purpose. God has great purpose ahead for you. Third way, if you want to see more peace within your heart, focus on God, not Delta or anything associated with it. Where you put your focus in these days, I believe, will determine whether you live in peace or in fear. It's all to do with focus. Isaiah 26, verse 3. You'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I hope as I'm sharing, you're starting to receive some peace into your heart. There's some of the stress, some of the fear is starting to wane. I'm always believing. I always pray, God, I don't want to just give them words. I want to see your power flow. I want to see lives changed as I share the powerful word of God. Peace. God wants that for you. So let's not have our eyes on Delta and overfocus on that, that is, on levels, how much longer. Not even on finances, but our focus is on God. Because the more you focus on God, the bigger he come, becomes. And your struggles diminish in contrast to that. Your problems begin to get smaller. And keep your focus on God all day. So if you get anxious at any time during the day, just check your focus. And remember, God is in control of everything. He's ultimately in control of this pandemic, by the way. And he's also in control of your life. So Romans 8, 28. Now, you know this verse so well. I've said it so many times. All things work together for good for those who love God. Really? Do you believe that? I mean, do you, <laughs> deep down, down here, right down, in the depths of your spirit and being and mind, do you actually believe that? Because if you did, if I did, then we would have peace. Because we just know, okay, whatever's happening in this pandemic, God is going to work it for good. He's going to work it for my good. I deeply believe that. So I don't really get too bothered about this whole thing. In fact, I've never really lost my peace through this pandemic over the last however long it's been, 18 months or more. See, we can be certain that God, 100% certain, is God going to work this whole thing, COVID lockdown, for our good, for your good. See, your mindset is for you to set. No one can set it for you. Come on. Do you need to adjust your mindset? Get the focus back on God and away from all the other things that are around you. <clears throat> you know one thing that really helps me? 
just share from my heart. See, I know my future. It's not in the hands of a pandemic. It's not in the hands of government officials. It's not in the hands of the devil. It's not in anyone else's hands. My life is in God's hands. As I read through scripture, and I see all that came against people like Joseph and Pitt in a prison, David running for his life, Moses in the wilderness, God was forever in control of their lives. They got through to the other side and fulfilled their calling and destiny and lived in the favor and the blessing of God. And I know that's my inheritance. That's my destiny. No one can take that from me and no one can take it from you either. He's going to work it for your good. And can we also remember, really important, the church of the living God has always flourished under pressure. Example, John Wesley. He got thrown out of the church, kicked out. They didn't like his preaching, obviously. So what did he do? He goes out and preaches in the fields. Preaching in the field, the crowds come. The Methodist church is born and revival. God permitted what, you know, that things to come against John Wesley, but the church flourished. And you know this even around the world. So let's not be too concerned about there. My expectation is God will see the church through this pandemic, even to flourish in the pandemic and beyond that. The church is going to rise to its finest hour. Church will never be shut down. The church will never be crushed. The church will never be stopped. The church will rise because at the end of the day, God is the one who is in charge of his church. And he said, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church in Jesus' name. Come on, take that on board. God is at work. He'll get us through this. The church will thrive. The gospel will go to all the corners of the earth, spread all with signs, wonders, and miracles, and then the second coming of Jesus. None of that, folks, has ever changed. And remember, these pandemics, it's all prophesied in the Bible. God said, Jesus said, Matthew 24, these things must come to pass. Everything is going according to plan. All right, a couple more thoughts quickly. Fourth way to increase peace in your heart, the oil of the Holy Spirit. See, peace is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's one of the, one of the fruits that you see. It, I think you find that in Galatians. So the more Holy Spirit you have, the more peace you're going to have. Oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit is like oil for your emotions to function well. You can have a car. <laughs> if you run out of oil, you know, that red light goes flashing. If you're not careful, the motor's going to seize up. Hey, you need oil in your emotions so you don't seize up. You don't lose your way during difficult and challenging times. Our emotions need the oil of the Holy Spirit to keep us in peace. Remember the day of Pentecost? They were full of the Holy Spirit. They were well-oiled. And they were so happy and so laughing. Imagine being so happy in the midst of of COVID and uh, you know, being asked, who's selling you the drugs? <laughs> I want some of them because they can't believe that you've got a smile on your face. You've got peace in your heart. You tell them, my supplier is the Holy Spirit. And hey, I can introduce you to him. Come on. We need the oil of the Holy Spirit. It's a fruit of the Spirit is peace. The more Holy Spirit we have, the more peace we're going to have in our lives. The final way to be filled with peace is just draw closer to God. This goes without saying. 
Isaiah 9, verse 6, Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. I read this statement. Your proximity to Jesus will always increase your peace. What's that mean? The closer you are to Jesus, the more peace you'll have. Well, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Of course, you're close to him. You, you've got to have more and more peace. So one of the things to do in this season is to get closer and closer to God, but also to meditate on and declare peace verses. You know, as a new Christian, I was a pretty anxious, pretty fearful person. In fact, my hand <laughs> was quite embarrassed. My hand would shake badly. And so what I had to do is I found peace verses, a number of them, and I would read them daily. And in time, my anxiety, my fear diminished. See, God's word, friends, is so, so powerful. I can't tell you how powerful it is to change and transform your life. The more you read this book, the more peace you will have in your heart. So let me just give you a few of the verses that <clears throat> you might want to take a hold of. And in fact, why don't you, if you can, why don't you read these verses with me? Because as you read them out, faith comes by hearing. See, as you hear yourself speak, it releases faith in your heart for what you're speaking out. Psalm 119, 165, great peace have those who love your law. Mm, you love God's word. Romans 15, 33, now the God of peace be with you all. He's a God of peace. Do you know, I think most of the greetings of the apostle Paul, he starts with grace and peace. He knew how important peace was. So every, I think virtually every letter, I haven't checked them all, but I think most of them, if not all of them, Grace and peace, peace, peace was what he's after. It's a powerful, powerful vaccine that we all need in this season we are facing. Here's another one. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. 2 Thessalonians 3, 16. May the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. Did you hear that? May the Lord of peace himself give you peace always and in every way. That's the promises of God's word. Hidden viruses that come with this pandemic we need to guard against. <clears throat> Fear, exhaustion, hopelessness, division. Come on. With God's grace and God's help, let's not allow these viruses to enter our lives. And if, even if they have, which if they have, that's okay. I'm not judging or condemning anyone. Hey, look, we all get subject to some of these things from time to time. I'm sure I've been guilty of all three at times. So, hey, I'm not going to go heavy on anybody or, you know, be too tough on us. Because if they have entered, but we've now got an antidote. We've got a cure. We've got a vaccine. It's peace. May the God of peace or the God of peace will crush Satan underneath your feet. And with that, you and I can face the future with tremendous confidence. God is with you. God is for you. And God loves you dearly. And he's got your future in his hands. He will get you to the other side into a place of his favor, his blessing, and his goodness. Amen. All right, what are we going to do with this message? What are you going to do with this message in responding to the things that I've said? You know, one of the dangers is we hear a message like this, and the key is we've got to do something with it. We've got to try and apply it so that we're hearers 
of God's word, not just doers. So I want us to go through the five ways in which peace can increase in our hearts. So I start with this question. Do you want some more peace? I'm going to put my hand up. I'm first off, off cab off the rank here. God, give me more peace, because every so often I lose my peace. And we've got to guard our peace all day. So the first one was, here we go again, put up the shield of faith. Come on, get a hold of it. Take a picture of this if you want to on the screen as a reminder that there is a shield. Because, you know, sometimes we can feel we've got no protection. It's almost like we hear these announcements, we, someone tells us something, we see something on social media, and like before you know it, you know, you're at peace and suddenly you're, you're terrorized, <laughs> you're tormented, you're full of fear. No, no, you don't, don't have to go down that track. Look, I've been guilty of going down that track, but I'm beginning to learn more and more. There's a shield God has given us. And remember it says, above all, above all, take the shield of faith. So that says to me that in this season, almost more than anything else, We've got to have the shield of faith. And you know, put it very simply, the shield of faith says, God's got, it, got everything in control. He's got your life in control, and he's got a great future ahead of you. All things work together for good. That's pretty much the shield of faith, if you want to really simplify it. So would you grab a hold of the shield? Would you begin to use it? Hey, I like to call it, actually, sometimes you can call it the shield of truth. Truth. Because often what the shield is, you pick up words, about verses of Scripture, which are truth, that you can use to protect yourself. There you go. That's the first one. Stay there. I, I really like that shield. I think I'd like to keep it, but probably have to send it back sometime. Be a good reminder to have in my office somewhere to keep putting up the shield. Because I think we keep forgetting, don't we, to put that shield up. So the second one was, God will get me to the other side. You know what I want us to do? Why don't you declare this with me? God will get me to the other side. I mean, isn't that a great statement? I mean, isn't that what we're all thinking about? Will we ever get to the other side? Yes, we will. Devil says, no, you won't. God says, yes, you will. God will get me to the other side. Come on, twice together. God will get me to the other side. God will get me to the other side. Now, let me speak directly to you, from me to you. God will get you, yes, you, to the other side. Nothing can be surer than that based on the word of God. Number three, focus on God, not Delta. Focus on God. So right now, online, I want you to shift your focus. You know what you've been thinking about Delta, you've been thinking about lockdowns, you're thinking about levels and all the rest of it. You know, put that to the side right now and just shift your focus to Jesus. Shift it to God. And the more you do that, the bigger he'll become and the smaller all the issues around you will become. Something you have to actively do on a daily basis, sometimes many times a day. You know, when you sit and listen to announcements and you don't like what you hear, as soon as they're finished, stop and say, okay, God, I've heard that. It's responsible. You need to hear it. But now, God, my eyes are upon you. Your plans for my life have not, never changed. You're going to get me through this, and you will give me the grace to get through day by day. Shift your focus. A couple more is the oil of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Come on, just be filled with the Spirit of God daily. Come Spend time in prayer. Tune into these online services. That's how you fill yourself with the Spirit. Join with the prayer meetings. You know, read the Word of God. 
pray, worship, listen to Christian music. That's how you fill yourself with the Holy Spirit. The more Holy Spirit, remember, he's a spirit of peace. It's one of the fruit of the Spirit. And the last one was draw closer to God. Something we talk about a lot, and you can do that. But grab some of the verses I've given you and read them, meditate on them, declare them. Why don't you decide today? Here's the final thought. Decide today to become a person of God's word someone who knows and who loves this book, I can promise you it'll give you more peace because you'll find out the truth of life and all that it means and also the future God has in store for you.